The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. <laughs> Short, sweet, and to the point. WWE Payback 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Here to talk about, I think, the shortest main card pay-per-view. Really? I mean, dude, two and a half hours on the main card. I'm trying to think what's been shorter than this. This was a banger for me. Yeah, I love this. I thought this pay-per-view was phenomenal. I agree with Matt. I, I, I thought it was short and sweet, and all the storylines were great. Uh, uh, every match was what it should have been. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I love the Roman Reigns. I like that he's a heel now. I think it's so weird that they turn him heel at a time when they control the crowd reactions. But, <laughs> you know, but uh, that being said, it, it adds a whole different dynamic to WWE and the, this, the programming. So I, I, I liked it. And yes, cool. the, the match itself was nothing great. But if you're looking at it as a storytelling uh, a thing, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. And no retribution. On Thank a pay-per-view God. called Payback, which literally means retribution. <laughs> same same word. Listen, retribution is yesterday's news. Heel Roman <laughs> Reign is today's news. Yeah, heel, heel Roman is uh, greater than retribution. Yes. Sure. I don't know. I think retribution and the Raw Underground are the hottest things in WWE <laughs> right now. No way. Hashtag Heel Roman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, let's go match by match, segment by segment. The pre-show, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, the Riot Squad, beat the Iconics. Uh, they might have a name change coming. Who cares? I'm okay. disappointed they beat the Iconics, though. I didn't like. I actually watched the pre-show for once. Um, wow. Yeah, I was disappointed. I love the Iconics. So, I, uh, I, I love Liv. I think she has a ton of potential. She's being drugged down by going back with Ruby, in my opinion. Um. And I, I mean, it sucks, but I think she should be higher up. Yep. Um, so United States title match opened the main card tonight. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. And Raj, your prediction came true. Bobby Lashley is the new United States champion tapping out Apollo for the win. That, I mean, that just makes all the sense in the world to me. I mean, Lashley is the star. He, 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 he should be higher up in my opinion, but. You think? I think so. Lashley, yeah. I mean, he looks yes. the part. Yes, of course he should. This was ridiculous. Yes, you don't open the show, with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> right. This was this is beneath him, and that's why there was a part of me going, "There's no way they'll beat Bobby Lashley." Obviously, right. But why is he opening the damn card? Well, I I, I can now drive Bobby, so that is a. That is no. one thing. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he had plans with uh, his wife, Lana, for later tonight, and that's why he wanted to wrestle early and get out of there. Right. Or the, meeting the, Raj at the country club. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In the hot tub to cheers Raj. <laughs> <laughs> I do have – we do have plans, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I thought this made all the sense in the world. It, it, I mean, this is – any if, if Apollo would have beaten Lashley here, it would just – sucked so 
uh, the Hurt Business, they look like a million bucks tonight. Lashley right. looks like a star. I mean, they it just it just made all the sense in the world, I thought. Yep. I don't know what they do with Apollo. I, Apollo's not really knocking him dead right now. I mean, he's not strong on the mic. He's good in the ring, but uh, he, he needs something. There, there's a huge differential between the two. Yeah. And I, I hate to be like a sizist or whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm, right. But but there is a huge difference yeah. between the two. I'm looking at Bobby going, this guy is an action figure. Um, he is a main eventer. There is no question. And then Apollo could get there maybe, but like not on the mic. He, he's really behind on the mic, and hopefully he gets there because I like the guy a lot. He's too nice. And maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like we saw with Sami Zayn. When he turned heel, he found that little bit of an edge. He found uh, he found that specialness to him. I, I think that made him stand out. And maybe that's what Apollo needs. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple different directions they could go from here. I think a little, um, a little wet of the beak for uh, old Glenn over there. I, I need some coffee. I need to perk up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was up late last night till like six a.m. So I uh, slept late today. And uh, what were you doing? Uh, so I was playing Red Dead Redemption online Ooh, last night. Great, great series. Yeah, uh, and it's online's fun. You get to roam the Wild West. I'm running a moonshine business. Uh, and bears, then I pause. Bears. Yes, I'm killing bears. Uh, it's yeah. weird for a vegan that I hunt and fish a lot in Red Dead online. Um, and then at around 4 a.m., I was like, I'm going to stop this. And I was thinking, you know, I've never seen the 80s teen sex comedy, The Last American Virgin. So I watched that at like 4 a.m. last night. I've never even heard of that. Uh, it was early 80s, around Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and it was just okay. It wasn't anything great. Um, but no, so I was up late last night, woke up for, woke up and watched the pay-per-view today. And it's been a great Sunday, and I'll probably be up late tonight. You know what we watched the other night? Huh. The what? Town. Have you guys seen that? Love The Town. Oh, John Hamm. Awesome. Good. So good. It is awesome. I love heist movies and bank robbery movies. And, and John Hamm was so good in that. All-time favorites. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner. Th- Amazing. All the details with Boston in it, it was really well done, too. Yeah. And I need to watch. There's a director's cut with, like, 45 minutes of I extra know. stuff. I need to watch that. So the original cut was four hours. And wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a great film. Gene, have you seen Inside Man, correct? Yes. I, I like yeah. that, too. I, Inside not Man probably. As, but, not, really? not as much as the town, but it was Really? Good. I think it's yeah. just a little bit better, but I uh, mm. love both of them. Anyhow, uh, I think with Apollo, I could see him mixing it up with the Hurt Business more. Maybe he says, hey, I want to join the Hurt Business. Maybe he turns heel. There's directions they could go with this. Um, they're all badasses. He don't fit. He's Yeah, but he needs that, though. Maybe he might. I mean, How Shelton, you, I... you wouldn't think either. And then once he's in there. Here's where Shelton meets them, though, and why he, he does fit. is because he's like 6'3", six, 6'4". And a collegiate All-American, and we all know that because he's been in that company for years. They've beat us over the head with his legitimacy of being a real-life badass. There's a difference there. Shelton, the character, yes, I would normally agree with you. If he was brand new, a few years in the business, he wouldn't fit either, I would argue. All right, But, like, where Homeboy's going to be cheersing, like, Kool-Aid, these guys go out and they're drinking beers together right now as we speak. Like, I just think they're in bar fights right now. Right. <laughs> but let me give you an example, though. Speaking of the town, Affleck, Ben Affleck is, you know, America's sweetheart, natural babyface, good guy. In the town, you surround him with people that look a little more uh, hardened, Scruffy look a little and, more criminal, yeah. and he's credible. So I think with Apollo, it's the same thing. I think you put him in the hurry business to go buy it. Can you give him a foot? Eh. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. 
I'd like to see like a Dominic Dijakovic in in that group. So it's not a race thing. It doesn't. You don't have to. You know, it's it's just. I think Dijakovic would add a you know a little more size. You have another big guy. I think it would just make it look more dominant. That's interesting. Yeah, I think of him. T Smitty three thousand two dollars super chat. WWE should be getting Lashley ready for Brock. Getting um, ready, getting ready. He's been getting <laughs> ready for Brock since two thousand and what five. <laughs> That's Come it. On. So my friend Lashley at the on the golf course. That was what, what I told him. Like Lesnar should be chasing him. Yes, I said that's money. Uh-huh. <laughs> See that Antoine Fair first WWE show where I was happy with the wins and losses. I don't remember Me the last too. time that happened. I, I agree, every single one except for Sasha and Bailey. Me. Oh no, I that was my. I'm gonna say that was my second favorite. Oh yeah, because that was my because that was my prediction. Yeah. All right. Z Rivera, $5 super chat saying, I could see Heyman eventually turning on Reigns and using attribution to get the title back on a returning Brock. Needs Lashley versus Lee for the U.S. title. I think Brock and Retribution, I mean, if Brock needs to use Retribution to get that title back, that's not the oh, Brock no. Lesnar. That's no, God. Vince dang, would never no. do that. Brock would never do that. No. no. He would no. refuse to show up. If they, if they said, yeah, we're going to have you uh, joining Retribution, he, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm quitting. Well, terrible trade eighty nine two ninety nine super chat says, "What does this mean for Brock? Who cares what it means for Brock? It's about Roman. Right, Roman. Brock is gone. There is no Brock. Ruins some- the show. <laughs> right. Won't somebody please think about Brock Lesnar and all? Of no, this? no. And uh, David Oakley, Canadian five dollar. No, yeah. nothing to say. Just here's some money, Raj. Thank and, you, uh, thank you, David. Use it Thank to buy you. Bobby Lashley a drink at the country right. club. There we go. <laughs> um. So." After that match that we had Biggie versus Sheamus. This was hard hitting as hell. Did you guys want like did you see the whole thing? Yeah. It was good. I just, I thought Biggie could have won this a little more swiftly. I think Sheamus oh, okay. is a very credible He's opponent. So, I agree. He sold a little bit too much from my liking too. But he got the W. So, you know, and he cut his promo on Corey afterwards. Um, this served its purpose, I thought. I, I wish I do agree. He shouldn't have had to sell as much as he had to. But think, keep in mind, Sheamus is only admitted or not two to three matches away from being a number one contender, technically. So and it was hard hit and very physical, but a great win for Big E. Yeah, I think Big E, I mean, he is, uh, I, I, I think it's the same thing with Kofi, where we talked about last year. Like, Kofi needs to break out of the New Day a little bit. Not, he doesn't need to turn on him, but... You know, if, if Shawn Michaels, when he turned singles, was still coming out with the, the rockers gear and the rockers music, just wouldn't have been the same. You need to kind of separate yourself a little bit. And I feel like he feels Shed. like a member of the New Day as opposed to his own guy right now. He still does. I agree. So hopefully there's like a, um, a metamorphosis of this is what I hope they're smart enough to do. Right. Really, leaning on, awesome. uh, really leaning on talking smack to build. It looks like Big E versus The Miz. He will. He already beat him. Yeah, I know. But I mean, why, why do they keep coming back to that and have them getting into it? You know, <laughs> for Miz, for Miz to lose again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sheamus is a far more credible contender. I want to talk first again about the promo before this match. Keith Lee backstage with JBL and Raj. You took issue on Twitter with the fact that uh, Keith Lee essentially admitting he doesn't have a million dollars to invest in JBL's hedge fund. Yes. <laughs> Raj, Raj, we're not all raking in the super chat money like you are. Uh, but he's right. Think- he, he's right. The illusion is this. And this, I was actually told this at one point in my training for Ohio Valley Wrestling. You have to always give the illusion 
that as a professional wrestler, you know, you're a billion, you're a millionaire, not billionaire, yeah. but, but you're rich because wrestlers are rich. If, if I if, if I was seeing an NFL video package and they're talking about how someone's broke living in some ghetto apartment, right away that tells me that the NFL is not paying their players well and that you know they're not superstars and that the the company isn't all that. So there's that, and then, then Glenn, not to completely like go uh, be a hypocrite of what I just said, but the other argument to the point is: does that they're trying? You know what they're doing though, Raj? They were trying to make right Keith Lee. Identifiable, relatable. Um, oh wow, he's like the rest of us. He struggles right. too. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah. Anytime they do that, like when Bellator would do that with an MMA fighter, we're like, this guy, he still works at you know uh, Chili's, and it's like, well, that that just looks bad on your organization that you have a, a fighter that's working at Chili's. Well, it works. It, it works for and, one and there's time. nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it works for one time because yes, and that that scenario you just gave me. Yeah. I swear, I would root for the Bellator fighter yes. that one fight, but that's it. From yeah. that moment, I'm like, ah, oh, it's a Jerome who works at blah, 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 blah again. Right. Yeah. Well, it is like uh, the difference between Rocky 1 and Rocky 3. I think you want someone young, hungry. It does endear them to the audience. Although the way he said it, though, I mean. You'd be young and hungry. Yes, but just saying, like, oh, I don't know if I have a million dollars. Like, the way let he said you. it. Yeah. Let me ask you this really quick. Ken, Gr- Ken Griffey Jr., Seattle, I don't know I'm using him, but he was like <laughs> the rookie stud of the century back in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 89 through 90, whatever the hell. He was the next big thing. And, and so, like, we knew he was paid from day one, right? We didn't, we didn't doubt whether he was hungry or not. We, yeah. Same with Bo Jackson before that. We knew these guys were hungry. Yeah. It, it didn't mess that up for me. Right. And and, and I like the, the backstory. Like, they used to you know, you know, be, you know, struggling and, and struggle to make ends meet. But when you're at the big leagues, you should make it sound like you're in the big leagues. And part of being in the big leagues is you're not struggling for money. That's why championships mean everything. Yeah. I want championships. I'm here for championships is what he should have been talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. True. Although I could see a storyline, he gives JBL his money. JBL's doing like a Bernie Madoff, like a <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I swear. <laughs> like that's a solid storyline, Matt. Come on. Yeah, um, I'm for it. Yeah, he did uh, that with uh, Shawn Michaels back in the day, right? Oh, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leon's a Duncan two dollars super chat. I have the Fiend winning the Rumble, setting up Mania. I like also the Miss Mother Friend because if the Fiend's going to be babyface, what if the Fiend becomes the friend? You just add an R in there. Damn, autocorrect. I know. Yeah, that's autocorrect. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to see that match. I love The Fiend. I'm just saying. I don't like seeing him lose. Yeah. Tony Stark's Buck 99 saying, Roman gave me Austin vibes, WrestleMania mm-hmm. 17 with the chair shots. I mean, yeah, he's not going to be heel-heel. He'll be like Austin anti-hero. Austin was heel-heel, though, after WrestleMania 17. But the reaction from the crowds, though, I don't remember him ever like the crowds ever hating. When he was uh, teaming teaming up with Triple H, and he was like nailing Lita with the chair, and he was—I mean, they were trying everything. They they, they were, and a lot of people say that his heel run failed. It failed, but but um, he was being booed for so call it what you want. He was being booed. Yeah, I, I think part of the reason that Austin's heel turn failed was he didn't have a super hot baby face, and you needed that mm. super hot baby face. They and needed the Rock. Time, they needed yeah. Rock. And Rock was on his way out. Triple H didn't want to turn heel, and he wouldn't have been that guy anyway. He didn't have that. To be I think fans no would have way. cheered 
Austin over Triple they, H. They would have. Yeah, so, you're right. You just didn't uh, have that strong, the strong guy. But in just retrospect, bit, uh, sorry, go ahead, Justin Lopez, go ahead, sorry. I, I was going to say, uh, Justin Lopez saying relieved Big E wasn't a victim of 50-50 booking here. I was just going to ask who was the strong baby face then to face the heel Roman, and I think Big E is being Not built. Yet. Not yet, but yes, down the road, yes, I can eventually. definitely see it. Yeah. Uh, Leon's Duncan, $2. Bret Hart never changed after the Hart Foundation. Man. I don't know what that means. I, me either. Because he was a babyface after that. He was a babyface in WCW and then heel. They just kept turning him every few weeks in WCW. So, But when he was with the Hart Foundation, he was the strongest, I thought. Yes. When it was him, Pillman, uh, Neidhart, and, and Davey when they did that whole thing. And he's, saying, he's saying he was cutting the same promos. And depending on what country they were in, Canada, um, America. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He was basically crying about the same thing. I thought Bret Hart was a crybaby. As a fan, I wow. wasn't a huge. I was not a hard yep. form. I was not a huge mark for him. I'm just being honest. David Oakley, Canadian, two dollars. Speaking of Canada, uh, asking is retribution over with the um, lack of inclusion tonight? Unless, unless Roman Reigns is their leader, I don't care about it anymore. I don't go care. away. Yes. Uh, unless they have a big swerve with who is behind it, and I don't yep. see them doing that. I think it, I think it's just annoying. I'm all about Roman, in case you folks can't tell. Me too. We're on the <laughs> heel Roman train over here. We are. We're fucking driving that. <laughs> so, uh, interesting tonight how Baron Corbin sends out this tweet about Matt Riddle in advance of their match tonight. Oh, yeah. That was that was rough. And WWE making that part of the storyline. Um oh. So the tweet was, tonight I proved that Matt Riddle is a failure in a WWE ring. By the way, he's already proven that he's a failure at home. Uh, talking, I think, uh, about the uh, admission of infidelity uh, that Matt Riddle had in response to uh, an allegation against him uh, a few months back. Call me. I don't follow all this stuff, honestly. Yeah. So I was kind of in the dark on this. Um, I thought he's like fighting against the accusations. Is he not? He is. Okay. Uh, so, but Matt Riddle admitted he fought against, uh, basically Matt Riddle claimed that whatever happened was consensual, but that the reason he said he denied knowing the woman before was he didn't want to admit that he was unfaithful uh, to his wife. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. he has a very, uh, he put it out there. They're yeah. making it part of the story. Yikes. So. Which if it wasn't tied to the other stuff, I could see. Yeah. But when it's tied to that and there's an ongoing investigation, that's where it gets a little murky. I like when well, they use real life. Um, and, and they muddy the waters, but this was, yeah. I was a little surprised by that. Me too. I, I thought that's what it was. I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. yeah I, was I, clarifying. I mean, it's, it's just crazy looking. I think, uh, you know, WWE, I mean, could we yeah. talk about, could we talk about Baron Corbin being like seven foot five, 800 pounds? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. What did he say he was? He says six foot eight, 320 pounds. Still Maybe he worse. was in the NFL. Worse, six foot six, two inches off his height, and three hundred and seventeen pounds. <laughs> right. What? Maybe in the NFL when he was all you know, big. Oh. But not now. Hell no. He's like two sixty at most. Which right? is plenty. Yes. Plenty big. Yes. That's bigger than almost anyone on the show. So why do you need to lie There's about There's no reason that? to say that. And as an incoming wrestler at one point myself, right. I would have watched that and go, Oh crap, I've got to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Yeah. And it's not until you're in a WWE locker room, at least where I was, I was like, holy crap, I'm like half an inch taller than Undertaker. I'm, I'm taller than this part. Because you think they're their shoot heights. You think mm -hmm. they're their shoot yeah. weights. Right. At least at my, my era, I did until I met them all in person. 
I'm yeah. telling you, that's not a good thing to exaggerate. Say what they really weigh. There's nothing to be like weird about exaggerating today's day and age and today's climate. Just be honest. Yeah. I think it's more like what you state for your driver's license. You know, it's like we just sort of round in whatever direction we're feeling. What are you, what, what are you trying, to, are, are you trying <laughs> to impress a police officer when they pull you over for a speed ticket? <laughs> wow, this guy is seven foot two. <laughs> Right. You know what, Mr. Morgan? We were gonna, we were gonna, uh, you know, give you a speed ticket. Those extra two inches. That's so silly. That's so silly. I know. No. Uh, and Corbin, you know what, man? I think Corbin. He has a good look. He needs yes. to get rid of the crown. He needs to get rid of the King Corbin stuff. It makes him look Say jobberish, it. silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... They get, they got to he's got to reinvent it, right? I mean, the constable thing worked for a while. The King thing worked for a while. He needs to keep changing it up. Um, to keep he it gets good. He gets good heat, right? He's in good shape. I don't know why the guy's wearing a t-shirt. He's got tattoos yeah. everywhere and looks. Well, because like, you were calling him skinny fat for four years on this podcast. You could, I could tell with the tight shirt he's wearing. He's yeah. not skinny fat anymore. Apologize to Baron Corbin. Send Baron, him. Uh... Baron Corbin, I've been impressed by your uh, uh, physique's metamorphosis and getting tighter. You said he had a skullet. You made him shave his head. He's just trying to please you, Matt. He's just trying to win your approval. No, he has reacted to the criticism of us on this podcast before, too. Yes, by giving us a like triple beam middle finger. But yes, right. yes. and then Glenn was kissing his ass. Yes, he was. I like Baron. I like Baron too. Do yeah, you Elizabeth. You, do you want him to come over? I actually think he'd probably be a much more interesting guy in person looking at his Twitter feed. I think he'd be more interesting than his characters. Um, Elizabeth Fox, 299, saying Corbett's accomplishments make him uh, threatened. Yes, Elizabeth Fox, I agree. I 100% agree. And he's got tattoos everywhere. Show them off. He looks the part. Let him be him. You know, this reminds me of when... Matt, 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 you'll know this. When Dusty Rhodes came to WWF in, in 1989, and it was one of those things where Dusty Rhodes versus Macho Man Randy Savage is just an automatic dream match. Like, that's mm-hmm. an automatic main event pay-per-view match. And then they made it Polka Dots Dusty versus the Macho mm-hmm. King, and it just wasn't the same. Once you put the silly shit, the King outfit, it just brings you down. It's uh, Automatically, yeah. you're not a main event guy. And, and oh. Macho Man, who was a year coming off of like his hottest uh, stretch... And they put the king on the king outfit, and it just wasn't the same. I also like the fact that Macho Man always wore a shirt. I was like, Macho Man's pretty shredded. Why is he yeah. covering that up? As a yeah. kid, I used to think that too. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Knee, five dollars super chat. This was such good shit. About time, and they got me to cheer Roman tonight. Bravo, Vince. Gotcha. Yes, they made it happen. Uh, yep. Chris Bricks, four ninety nine. They need to do a draft ASAP and get the Fiend to Raw and away from Roman. The Fiend can't lose anymore. I they don't have to make the Fiend to face. I agree with that. Get and he away. didn't lose here. I mean, he, oh, he didn't he did. take the pin. That's technically true. Yeah. Uh, in response to his last super chat, Leonza Duncan is saying that Raj said Biggie should change. When Brett went solo in 91, nothing changed. His look, style, music, same uniform, colors, and shades. Yeah, and the business went down the toilet. I would argue that Brett didn't become a real main event guy until probably like 96, 97. Uh, as far as where business went up when he was on, as opposed to ratings dropping. If you look back at those 91 to 94 when Brett was on top, business tanked. I mean, yeah, and I love Brett. I'm a, I'm a huge Brett. Fan, no, but. you don't have to be a face. It. Those are correct. That's a correct some uh, um, characterization. It is. I mean, reinvention is in the DNA of professional wrestling and the characters. I mean, you, if you want a long shelf life, you have to find a way to stay. I rolling. think I do think he will. 
I really yeah. do think he will. I just think we're going to watch it. I think it's going to be hopefully not too slow of a burn, but it will happen. Um, and case in point, I mean, Matt Riddle getting the win tonight was great, and this is an opportunity for Corbin. I think Corbin should drop the King thing um, in response to this and just come up with a new shade to his character and a reinvention, and I think he'll be uh, more interesting. Well, they can still say King, he's the King, he's the uh, King of the Ring winner, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Every time he gets announced, right to the ring, that's cool. Um, changes get up a little bit. His promos have been fire as far as getting heat from people, I think. But he suffers not having an arena full of actual live fans. It hurts him. Yeah. So real quick, Alonzo Smith, yeah, WWE was overrun with steroids in the early to mid-90s. That was their downfall. Uh, no, it wasn't. They were they had a lot more steroids in the late 90s. It uh, That wasn't it. Are you, yeah. Like when I was there, we weren't, we weren't being tested at the time. Yeah, I don't I know anyone that P- said I stopped watching wrestling because of the steroid trial. That I, was I, always P- a P- an excuse. Yes, I was there from 02 to 05. Just saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I remember, I think Ultimate Warrior was the turning point for at least the people I knew when they were like, okay, this is corny and fake. That's when, like, my group uh-huh. stopped watching wrestling in the early 90s. Like, okay, after. But then, but then we watched WCW with the NWO. Mm-hmm. If the NWO looked like crap physically, I still will mm-hmm. argue that wouldn't have played out as it did. Yeah, but also that was like five years later. It, you, know, you look at WCW in the late '90s; those guys yeah. were jacked to the gills. Yeah. It had nothing to do. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It had nothing yeah. to do with them being small and like technical wizards in the ring. Right. One might argue. I mean, I don't know. There, there might be an argument now that this indie riffic style of wrestling, uh, you know, it's center stage now, and ratings keep going down. Maybe that's not what people want to see outside of hardcore contingent as much. I like it, but well, I don't say, know. The same with me. me. Which is yeah. crazy. I never thought I'd subscribe to it, but I do like it. Yeah, I, I think it- I, I'm on the contrary with you guys. Like, I think that is causing business to go down because it's catering too much to that hardcore wrestling audience. It's well, not enough. Why for the can't they be? Why can't there be both? Why can't we get bigger than life characters that look right. like they can kick somebody's butt in a real fight somewhere? Yeah. that wrestle that way. And it's the characters. In my mind, I mean, Matt and I love this, Raj. I don't remember your opinion, but I think Drew Gulak is the perfect example when he was doing the PowerPoint thing. You've got a guy that can come out there. He's comedy. He's compelling TV. And then he can wrestle a five-star match. Is it is it cool comedy or dorky comedy? Like, is it Stone okay. Cold with Vince, like cool comedy, okay. or is it uh, Scotty Too Hotty? You know, okay, you know what but, I mean. By the same token, though, Michael Scott's one of the most beloved characters of the 21st century. Do people want to be like Michael Scott? But we like watching him. But it's not. Ooh. We don't want to be Michael Scott, but we like watching him. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a difference when you're watching something that's based on ath- athleticism and. Uh, and physicality you want the guys to be cool not nerds and there's a lot of nerds right now hey i'm one of them <laughs> raj is just so a self-hating nerd watching i am i am yeah Disres- disrespecting my peeps um sean hunter five dollars i enjoyed payback live we finally got heel roman and i love the show you guys are the best thank you sean hey thank sean you. So after this tonight uh, with Matt Riddle winning, I thought this this was uh, my favorite match of the night. The women's tag team title match, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. This was awesome. So I much thought. here. They let all the women get their stuff in. Um, good showcase. A lot of good back and forth. But that ending when 
Sasha had a leg submission on Sasha, and then the Kirifuda clutch on Bailey took Sasha's arm, put it around Bailey's neck, tapped Sweet. out Bailey with both of them in the submission. That was insanely great choreography, and I think Shayna was made tonight. So, first time ever that's ever happened. Secondly, if you guys can hear me, um, yeah. was the best part of this for me. I'm going to be honest. It was the storytelling between Sasha Banks and Bailey on the cell when they're both on the ground in the middle of the ring, looking at one another, going, "Oh my God, what the bleep do we do?" Because they're about to lose, and they knew it, and they, their faces told that story. Dude, they've gotten so damn good. I don't care if they lost the titles tonight. They are so in sync. Um, down to, by the way, at the end of this, I will argue Sasha Banks has got a buttload of sympathy on her right now. A ton of sympathy if you watch her face going up the ramp at the mm. end of that match. Because the bigger heels did a very good job of getting heat after their win, I thought, of being jerky, cocky, arrogant heels. Starring uh, uh, Nia, uh, Nia, right? She yeah. did a very good job with that. Um and I did predict this match uh, victory for the two, uh, Naya and uh, uh, Shayna, by the way. <laughs> this was the only one I got wrong tonight. Uh, I, I think they lose too much, Sasha and Bailey. This is your biggest women's feud. Uh, Sasha just lost last week, her first title defense. They just lose all the time. This is your big women's match. They're get setting the, them up. Isn't I know, but get closer? them some wins. Get them, like... Do, no, no, doesn't this mean that we're getting closer now to the breakup of Sasha yeah. and Bailey now? Doesn't but this I, start that unraveling? I think it's too soon now. I, th- yeah. I feel like this is a WrestleMania match. I don't think they should do it yet. I think they should wait till Royal Rumble, do it then, and then... Because this is the biggest women's match they've had in a long time. And granted, they'll, they'll probably still mess it up. I don't know if they uh, will follow through. Because <laughs> they haven't yet. We've seen this uh, before. This, this was just so good. Not, not just a finish. This whole match was really well yeah. booked. Well, Sasha well and Bailey are on a... Uh, I think they're on another level right now. They're, because, they're amazing. Because they are. They are. And then Naya and Shayna, not so much. Like, their promos, when when I'm yeah. listening to their promos, it sounds like it's the first time they were given their lines, and they're just reading it right there. Like, it, they suck. They suck at these and promos. They suck at this, characters. I wish they would have Shayna had a little especially. more. What did you think of uh, after the match when Charlie Caruso asked, Jax said she was hyped, and then Basil was like, we're definitely not best friends. Oh, uh, they're terrible. They cut it off. Or Naya kept cutting it off and smacking the mic away. Yeah. I thought that was good, though. I did mm. like that because that looked like a shoot a little bit to me. It's Cause good because they're not talking. I thought, yes. <laughs> and Shane, I thought, was about to cut a promo. Yeah. And Naya was like, uh-uh, nope, we're done here. And yeah. kept putting the, the, the belt in front of the camera and stealing the, 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 the spotlight. I thought that was great. She's a good heel. I'm sorry. She's a good heel, but I, I don't buy them together. When, when they're doing their promos together, it seems forced. It, it seems like they're acting. I think they suck uh, wow. together. Not nice. I like Nia. Not Nia nice. should be just quiet, have a Vicky Guerrero, you know, no. kind of like what they got in AEW. Nia, no. Nia is the one that has all the heat on her. But her promos, she's she, rude when she talks, she doesn't sound like that. She doesn't have to. That's what makes her like... Um, I don't even know what the word would be, but she's beyond. You're about to say like what we say about big guys, right? Uh, talk how you look or talk how you work is what Vince used mm. to say to me. Um, but like, no, for her, it works. And my, my exhibit A is the aftermath of that match of her just 
free balling it out there, so to speak, and grabbing the, the championship belt, put it in front of the camera, knocking her mic out of the hand, and saying, I'm not talking about it. We tried to do you know, it was awesome. I thought that was really great heat, and it did its purpose. I thought Sasha Banks left that ring tonight with a crap load of sympathy on her. I felt bad for her. Wow. Hmm. All right. We'll have to disagree and she's on this. Stealing one. my name. P.S. What does that tell you? Because <laughs> night every promo is like, well, guys, is it really whiny? Uh, okay, I'm just talking. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just talking about this pay per view. And yes, the pre the pre match backstage promo of them was little. Yeah, that was a little comfortable. I, I mean, from the match on, I, I don't know. Real quick, I got to give a big ups to uh, the fans of this podcast. We are we're at SummerSlam numbers right now. We should yeah. be because this is a great pay per view. There we go. Jeez, I mean, this they, for a B they show. Want, they want to I mean, hear the best podcast in the business. In the business. Talking about tonight's uh, great pay per view. Yeah, thank first, you guys. Bricks, buck ninety nine. They'll feed the fiend to Roman. No thanks. Um, okay. Let's come down there. We don't know that. <laughs> Secondly, I don't care. They can bring Hulk Hogan back and feed him to heal Roman yes. Reigns. Because hashtag heal Roman, I am in love with. Yeah, I'm just, he should I'm not right. be heal Roman. Should not be getting beat right now. Ever anytime soon. No. Midnight Toker five dollars super chat. Rarely catch you guys live. Big fan of the podcast. Thanks for keeping me entertained. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, if he's on the East Coast, uh, oh, two yeah. more hours till midnight. Seriously. Uh, I am. <laughs> right. So uh, uh, wondering if your opinion of Shayna has improved. Love you guys. Slightly yes. Not for me. Oh. Arian Gomez, love the storytelling from Sasha's face tonight. Sasha is amazing. I love her. Great She's a call. superstar. And uh two debonair nineteen fourteen. Yes, I agree with Raj. Rog, apparently. Rog is Rog. <laughs> when I see skinny Darby Allen be in the same page with Mox, it makes it unbelievable. That's that's your analogy? There's oh, Okay, take it. Forget Marco Stunt wrestling with full-grown <laughs> men, but right. use that one, okay? I, 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 get what they're, I get what they're saying. There, there has to be a believability. Like, Ray versus The Big Show was never believable to me, but AJ versus Kane was. You know, Ray's mask did do something for me when I was younger in WCW and making yeah. it slightly more believable for me. Yeah, times. like Ray Sorry. versus Cena was believable to me, but I kind of saw Ray is a comic book hero because of that mask. For me oh, yeah. As a, yeah, when I was younger, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and then when Kevin Nash lawn darted him, it all went <laughs> <laughs> that was like exactly that was like 22 years ago. That was so cool. Uh, I thought tonight that was you talk about retribution. Now that was like a real takeover, like chaos. And a real you know, it was backstage. Yep. Do you know what a mark I felt like to change in that trailer? Like once wow. I became a wrestler, that same trailer. I'm dead serious. That's wow. Yeah, it's at Universal. It's that's a real that's a real trailer. Um, that's been there since the beginning of time and still is. And that's what we changed for TNA actually. Yeah. Hmm. It was interesting. I remember telling Nash, like, this is where you lawn darted Ray. <laughs> and if, if, like, selfies and camera phones were a big deal back in 2007, I would have made him take a photo in front of, like, a complete mark and say, do yeah. you ever take a picture in front of this? In fact, no, no, no. Pick me up. Put me on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, just Lay hold me. <laughs> Nash holding you like that would be, that would be something. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably no greater meaning behind it uh, than a shout out, but I thought it was interesting. Naya entering wearing Tamina's t-shirt tonight. Yeah. I thought that was cool, and I liked Tamina's yeah. t-shirt. I, I thought she was a pretty cool t-shirt. Yeah, I think Naya and Tamina were great together as a tag team, and I think Tamina uh, deserves more than the giver. Yes. Uh, Disco Scotty five dollars saying Naya reminds me of China. Their voices don't match their appearance. I mean, what do you what do you expect? To be fair, China did not talk, and it built up the suspense to wanting to hear her talk eventually. Yeah. When she started talking, I, I don't know. I thought it kind of added to her for for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe because I just liked everything back then. But <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I like I like that character. Like I thought it it made her seem sweet. Like it sweetened that that when she became a babyface, it sweetened that tough girl image. Yeah. I mean, does Brock Lesnar sound like how you think Brock Lesnar would no. sound based on looking Mike at Tyson? Him? No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it happens. Good point. But sometimes that adds to that danger aspect when they don't sound like. You know, like yes. Where... Although I don't know, Matt, do you ever walk up to a hot girl in a nightclub and then she's got like a really deep voice and you're just like, oh my god? <laughs> no, Vince, never had that happen. Yeah. He's married. <laughs> uh, two debonair, nineteen fourteen, five dollars super chat. You're right. I hate Marco Stunt. I was even thinking about him. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you for the hashtag. Hate on Marco Stunt for no reason. Thank you. Marco uh, Stunt. Zero Vera, I like Marco Stunt. <laughs> He's a very nice guy. He is a nice uh, guy. Uh, zero so is my neighbor. So is my neighbor. <laughs> but Hi, I can your, can your na- how's your neighbor? Is, is he good in the ring? Does he take like big, you know, dives? No, but my son can do all the things Marcus Dunn can do. I'm just pointing it out. But God, didn't you? I'm going to video next time. You'll see what I'm saying. I think we should have your son versus Marco Stunt in a charity match. I think your son would go over. Um, my son could pick me up and give me a tornado DDT all over from our living room into our bedroom. Nice. Wow. Uh, Z Rivera, five dollars. Have Nia and Shayna join the Robert Stone brand? Have them in all three bands doing the talking for him. Robbie's a good promo. I don't know the Robert Stone brand is really uh attached with success it'll, right it, now. It'll be too comedy, which I don't want from those two. I want Shayna and Nia, they need to stop the odd couple stuff and just be killers. I'll believe yeah. that. I'd say like a Paul Ellering, someone like that, mm. you know, like who, who has a history of violence. You know, and, is, and then unleashes them when right. it's time for the bell to ring. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. Like AOP, even. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Keith Lee may not have a million dollars to invest in JBL's hedge fund, but he has a victory <sighs> over Randy Orton tonight. I okay. So for this, I love Keith Lee. Maybe I want too much for him too fast. I don't know what the answer is. Randy put him over. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen more offense from Keith, though. Uh, am I selfish for that? I, I kind of thought the, the same win? thing. I thought it was kind of flat. For for him getting a win, which he should have, I think that was the right finish. It was. But it didn't feel like, when after it was done, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this guy's a, the next superstar. Like, it didn't feel like it it, it, it... it should have been bigger than it was, I thought, in a weird if, way. If the, and to be fair, I went I, in my head, I went back in time and go... I do remember Brock not just flat out killing D'Lo Brown, like on house shows, hmm. um, and, and so on and so forth. But I'm like, no, you're really searching here, Matt. Your first gut instinct is correct. He should have won much. I don't want to say easier, but he should have showcased much more power and, and athleticism and what makes Keith Lee Keith freaking Lee. Yeah, it's a tough spot because they want to save Orton too. Right. He's in the world right. title feud. Yeah, so you don't want him to look like weak. So. Why put Keith Lee there? He did not need to. Yes, a win versus Randy is a big deal. 
On a paper. It could have yeah. been there two months from now, though. They yeah. could have fed Randy to him after he loses to Drew a month or two months later. They could have given Keith Lee somebody else. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know why. It just felt flat. But it was a big Lee, uh, big win for Lee. It's exactly huge. what they should have done. Yeah, This was a huge win for him, technically, yes. His music sucks still. Uh, it, doesn't uh, seem, it doesn't sound like they changed it. It sounds like if you're playing WWE 2K, you guys are video game fans. It seems like that, that's the default music you get when you, when you go to the ranks. Music. Right? Was his outfit, which, was that what he was wearing in NXT? What he wore tonight? No, no. No. Does he this take his shirt off? Uh, Did he take his shirt off for NXT? Yeah, yeah. He used to not, he didn't wear a shirt in NXT. Well, he shouldn't wear it here. Like, I think it's I Vince. Think, this is a Vince thing. Vince, he's, get over it. He's not some freaking, like, out of shape, like, normal. He's not a heavy yeah, he set. Like, he's a strong power dude. Like, right. show that off. I, I think it's impressive. Especially when he gets moving. I think because of guys like Otis, who Vince sees as comedy when he takes his shirt off, I think that's what it is. I think he thinks of the audience he finds is the big not belly smart funny. enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Holy, like, 1987. I, was gonna say, I mean, I tweeted this earlier, but 82. Vince is the kind of guy that if you're at the pool, he'd be the kind of guy that's like, you got to wear a shirt, pal. You know, like, wear a shirt in the pool, pal. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong Give with wearing a shirt in the pool. <laughs> I burn easily, you know? and I don't like sunscreen. Yeah. Could you imagine though, somebody like actually walked up to you at the pool and said, "Listen, put your yeah. shirt." <laughs> <laughs> just the ultimate, like, rude. Oh my gosh, what do you do? <laughs> That's when you're just kind of like. I, I think right. those are fighting words. Honestly, I think those are fighting words. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that yeah, would be the turn. That would be the wake up call for me, where it's like I got to change some things. Right. I got to. Okay. So if it's your wife saying it, yes, that's what yeah. you got to yes. start changing things. But if it's a stranger, or that's worse, even worse. Vince, Vince McMahon, <laughs> your employer, telling you this because that's what happened, right? That's what he went and told Keith Lee. It's basically like uh, you got to wear a shirt. No, it doesn't. It makes it look like you're hiding something, and Keith yeah. Lee doesn't hide. He's he's strong. He's an ox. He's not no. like some like sloppy fat guy here. Mm. He's he's a heavy set dude that could bench press more than anybody watching the show. I, I guarantee you that. No. And half of that locker room. And he's more athletic than ninety nine percent of that locker room. Yeah. He yeah. shouldn't be showcasing that. He's a different size that yeah. can cook and can move. Show it off. And that was what was great with wrestling in the eight. I mean, I would bring up yes. the Dusty Rhodes example. Like Dusty was not a rip jack guy, but that's Vince still thinks that's why Dusty didn't work in WWF, though. He yeah. thinks yeah. it was his physique. Right. Instead and that's of why he needed that... polka dots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It works for some guys. Like KO, Kevin has always been a good yes. look for him. Yes, because mm. he started with it, from, at least from my viewing online of his stuff on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. But the problem is Vince isn't a stylist. Vince isn't the guy that could say, like, oh, you got to do this, cover it up. Like, with Keith, there is a good way he could do it covered, but they've got to no. – let him figure it out. KL no. always looks like he's playing basketball with his friends. I feel like he never found that right outfit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a like a Bam Bam Bigelow or One Man Gang or like those guys had awesome uh, outfits that that they were bigger guys. They were you know heftier guys, but they found like uh, gimmicks that worked for it. For uh, my style, big boss KO, man. For whatever reason, KOs like I used to when I was wrestling myself. You used to tell guys when they wear T-shirts and a ring, like, oh, you look like you're purposely hiding your body mm. just so you know, you know, there's no reason to do that. Don't, do, you know, but with KO, it worked uh, for me as a fan mm. watching. It's my fandom, I'm saying. But for Keith Lee, 
No, you're calling this guy what 340 pounds? Show that crap off. Yeah. It's not like he's like some dude doesn't look like he's he doesn't work out. Yeah. He definitely looks like he works out. Yeah. And he looks he gives you a different aesthetic look. That is a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah. And he can go. Separates them. Uh, Antoine Fair, $5 Super Chat saying, off topic, but Braun should be off TV for a while and go to Raw as a face after his WWE Chronicle changed my yes. feeling on him. Off topic, sorry. Great um, Chronicle. Great Chronicle on him. I watched it tonight, too. I like that he's, idea. Yeah. He, he's kind of stale. I, I think I feel like this uh, this Bray Wyatt feud has brought him down. Uh, Jim Viviano, 499. <laughs> Raj, should they change Keith Lee's theme to Rocky IV's No Easy Way Out? <laughs> So the other day I was at the gym on Friday and I listened to Rocky Four for the first time in like 30 years. And there's some random song on the soundtrack that I've never heard before, which really? I don't think it was on the cassette version. Huh. And? Um, what's that? What was the song? Oh, God, what was it called? Hold on. Let me, uh, it, it, it was something like Strength of a Man or I don't know. It was something weird. Uh, Strength some, of a Man. <laughs> it was something so random. <laughs> I'd never heard it before. And I'm like, you know. And then yesterday... So, out of the blue, Rocky IV listened to that soundtrack. And then yesterday, Sylvester Stallone comes out and says he's working on a uh, his own director's cut of Rocky IV. Just the next huh. day. You know what I thought he was going to say, Glenn? Hmm. That it was Sylvester Stallone on the tease behind him saying, Hey, Raj, hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> now i got to find this song. The strength of a man doesn't sound... Yeah, because I'm, I'm not it seeing sounds, this listed. Hold on, like here a, we go. It sounds like a cologne commercial. <laughs> <laughs> all right here it is uh all right one man against the world ah uh, yeah i'm not seeing bell. that i'm not seeing that listed on the track listing of the soundtrack yeah number 11 if you look on apple music so it must have not been on the cassette tape because i listened to that tape all the time never heard it i know sweetest victory and all these other Crappy songs that are on there. No, uh, no man well, against it, the world. It could have been in the film, but not on the soundtrack. No, it wasn't in the film. No, I know the film. No film. It would have been on the soundtrack. Huh. Weird. I know the film back and forth. I don't know, man. Uh, you know what's really weird is that it occurred to me the other night. I know the words. I know more of the words to uh, Weird Al Yankovic's "Living with the Hernia" than yeah. James Brown's "Living in America." <laughs> <laughs> that was a I weird realization. Remember. Yeah. I think I'm like that with Weird Al's "Eat It." Yeah. Yeah. Eat. Eat it was great. I was like that with Rice Rice Baby. Did you guys ever hear that one? Of course. No. I, I had all Weird Al stuff. Yeah. All of it. By the way, Alonzo Smith, uh, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Man, that was it. That just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that Friday. Um, Friday I mean, it's amazing. I mean, just that. the overlap between wrestling and uh, Marvel. And uh, I think our audience, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was young, man. It was crazy yeah. young. Uh, GN four ninety nine super chat that Keith Lee gear tonight was a Dragon Ball Z reference. All these wrestlers with these comic book didn't, references didn't get it. All yeah. these wrestlers, you're, you're, that's not cool. You know, it's cool for a certain audience, but no, it's not when you're a giant, right? No, it, it was like, uh, yes. Yeah, did you see uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Super Mario Brothers reference? It's like no, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. <laughs> It's a different era, guys. Let's get larger than life, guys. Come on. I just spit half of my mouth full of food out. <laughs> Did you see Stone Cold Super Mario? No. But it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, Leo Chiricello, 
Canadian 699. We love the triple threat. Night of Champions, Lee versus Orton versus Drew. Lee would upset, uh, was upset that Drew stepped in his match with Orton last Monday on Raw. Um, no, that would be interesting. Can, uh, he can get out of it without the loss, taking the pin, Lee, I'm saying. But again, just build Lee. Don't be putting him in any situations where he has to sell. I don't think. You need to build him. Just build him. Give him, uh, the, Brock treatment. Give him the Brock treatment. Here we got a couple more here with James Spot oh. saying, Matt, your kind words earlier meant a lot, bro. Glenn, that shirt's beautiful. What is that? <laughs> Velvet, name the movie. Keep killing it, my dudes. Oh, what Living is in America, Coming to America. That's right. Ah. In the in the barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love that movie. I'm really worried about the sequel coming out next year that it's going to suck. They are doing a sequel. Yeah, it's already shot. Oh. Eddie Murphy? Arsenio? Eddie Murphy, yeah. yeah. He's uh, uh, coming to America to look for his uh, child. I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. I don't know. But, man, I, I love that film. We watch it every Christmas, strangely. I don't so, know why. M. Bryant with an F. $5 Super Chat. Thank you. M. Bryant with an F. Wasn't the contract that Roman signed null and void since the match had already started after the bell ring? I agree, actually. <laughs> that's that's digging too much. It's like when people are like, whoa, he didn't, you know, defend his title in 30 days and all that. It's it's right. <clears throat> I mean, can you imagine a UFC fight like that happening? Or they just showed up at the end. Yes. <laughs> and signed threat. the contracts. Really the contract <laughs> signing. I'm supposed to do on video. I'll tell you this. If it happened, that would be the talk of the town for the next, you know, <laughs> that next month. <laughs> I, to be honest, though, I didn't care. Roman looked cool doing it. That's all I care about right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, Jim Viviano, 499. So is September going to be Face, Fiend, and Alexa chasing heel Roman till pay-per-view? I and mean, Alexa. So, Why isn't Alexa thrown in there? They showed her watching the match tonight, right? I was going to say, if you want Roman to go true heel, he should have made out with Alexa afterwards on top of it. That would have really pissed guys off. Uh... Yeah. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Murphy finally getting their win tonight. Um, I think, I feel like, okay, Dominic's match last Sunday was great. I feel like we almost saw too much with between this and Monday and then tonight. I feel that uh, this was good, but yeah, they could have skipped uh, Monday and it would have felt more special. Yeah, Brad. yeah Brad. I mean... I thought it was really good. I thought the Mysterios looked great. I thought Ray looked freaking awesome. I thought... He did. Can, can I just say something? Samoa Joe's way too excited about Dominic Mysterio. Because <laughs> they Dominic look alike. Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio starting off the match hot. Oh, Dominic, looks like, Dominic looks like Samoa Joe's son. Dominic, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio had a plan for that. <laughs> he, he was going boinkers for Dominic Mysterio, which I, I do like Joe's passion for what it's worth. Yeah. I do. But I was like, dude, he's really overselling for Dominic here. <laughs> Big time. From the beginning of the match on, go back and listen to it. Tell me I'm wrong. But Dominic, if you guys notice, gives a 619 from the left. I like that mm -hmm. little wrinkle. So when he becomes a full-time WWE superstar after this is done, pays his dues, I'm sure, in NXT, and gets called back up to the main roster, I'm sure, he'll be doing the, you know, his dad 619 from the opposite side. I thought that was cool. I thought it was a cool touch. Yeah. I thought they yeah. look. I thought they look great. It's about time that the mysterious get something. They've been just getting their asses handed to them every week. And an eyeball lost. I just want to <laughs> yeah. point this out for everybody. At some point, he's got to get his eye back, right? I, I mean, think got... the point is, yeah, it was, it was to, to my understanding, it was pushed back in, 
Yes. Right? Hang on. And it's just healing. In, and now it's healing. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> this is just, this is ridiculous that we're even talking about that. Yeah. If, if my wife heard me right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, and we don't know was it his dominant eye. I mean, is the side affected by this? They really haven't explained it. Doesn't matter. Put, a, put an eye patch on. Let me know how, how you can work in the right. Yeah. No, but well, if it's your dominant eye, it's not as big of a, if it's your dominant eye, you're screwed. I you know, know the whole dominant, dominant eye thing. Eye. I have no if you look at something, dominant. if you look at something with, with two eyes, Matt, okay. If you look at something with both your eyes, like an object uh, in the distance and you cover one eye and you cover the other eye and whichever eye, it looks the same. As when you have uh, one eye covered as both open, that's your dominant eye. So my left eye is dominant. I have no way to. to, to well, they seem the same to me. They seem the same. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to do it like at an angle from a distance, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Because you're looking in stereo, but one is dominant. That's why Matt, when you had your contact problems on the show, I have contact problems all the time. Thank God it's always on my right eye, so I can just take that out and have one contact in my left eye is dominant, and I'm fine. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, tonight – oh, so if you are uh, want to see more of this tomorrow, it's going to be Ray versus Seth one-on-one. Seth. It's played this is out. The problem. I, I, I don't it's need still to see played it. out. Yeah. They're running in uh, – this has been the the longest-running storyline they've had in a while, uh, other than, I guess, Sasha and Bailey. But um, they're burning through it quick. I, I mean, unless they're going to have Dominic turning on Ray, which it does seem like they're heading in that direction at some point. Why does um, it seem that? Yeah. I mean, because they got to do something, right? I mean, this is just. Why does it seem that, Raj? Dominic turning on Ray? Yeah. I, just the way that Ray was really putting over how strong the family bonds are, it just seemed like. It's too over the top, baby. It's a sun. Yeah. Though. But uh, Dominic, like, who's going to, I mean, Dominic would have to turn on Ray. Ray's not going to be like. Of course. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ray's not turning on. on I mean, it would be good for Dominic. Dominic tonight, he looked like he had more confidence last Sunday walking into the ring alone than he did tonight with his dad. He looks like a kid tonight. I thought walking into the ring. He didn't look as badass. Interesting. I thought tonight he did a good job. He wasn't as hesitant in his move. That's his what I thought. I, I, I in thought the he ring, better in the ring. I'm talking about the entrance. I thought he oh, was better okay. in the entrance. You know why I thought he looked better in the entrance too? Because huh. he didn't have that stupid hood. Oh, mm. interesting. All right, we've got a couple of super chats. Tina Miller, why why they call it a no holes barred when a triple threat is already no DQ to make it sound better? Love y'all. Thank you, Tina. Okay, um, I'll it is the same that. thing. I'll, I'll answer why. <clears throat> Because you can use weapons, but if right? it's no DQ, right? Then it doesn't. You could still use weapons. I always thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. A triple threat means there's no count out. Like if I, somebody gets shit canned and the two of them are in the ring, right? That, that third can, guy doesn't get counted out. I thought by uh, by I the rules wrong. with the triple threat, you can't get DQ'd. I could be wrong. If if someone. And come up with an example of someone getting uh, DQ'd in a triple threat. Let me know. Uh, Nelson Moreno, thank you. Uh, Nyla Rose would make a great sister Abigail over Alexa Bliss. What? Nyla Rose. What? No, Nelson Moreno. No, she wouldn't. Why are people so obsessed with sister Abigail being an on-screen character using an existing WWE talent? No, no, yeah. she wouldn't. Or professional sister, wrestling talent. Sister Abigail has to be a ghost. Yeah. It's a puppet. To... Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't know it was a puppet. I thought yeah, it Abby like the this... Witch. I thought it was his long dead sister of Ray Wyatt that is yeah. no longer on the planet with us that talks to him in his head. 
Wait, I thought that Sister Abigail was like a nun, like sister in the nun sense, but she was like a voodoo nun or something in the Wyatt clan. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. I would would even take that. I don't want a present person playing her, though. Although, guy was Rush. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, although, like the knock to Alexa and that one quick glimpse that one uh, uh, match they had, I did think that was pretty cool. So we had um, we had an interview with. Hold on, let me get her name right. Oh um, yeah, the indie. Oh no, yeah, that was supposed to, be... to play her. Yeah, yeah, she was going to play her. They had it all set up. They had her outfit, and it was like ready to go. And then they just dropped it at the last minute. So there were plans at one point to have a sister. Dude, they did that with Taylor Wilde. Taylor Wilde, TNA World Women's Champion, very good, very underrated, by the way. Great babyface was supposed to be. Um, a women's, uh, sorry, a, uh, a luchador that pins uh, Hurricane Helms, becomes a cruiserweight champion, and then takes her mask off to see if it was a female. Wasn't there a talk, Matt, uh, that, that you were going to be uh, Kane's brother, Abel? Was oh, that, uh, not, not, not talk. One creative team member's pitch to Vince while I was in OVW wearing a mask. Yeah. Well. There you go. So uh, Tyvek the Gamer was the, oh. was the one. Oh, uh, Glenn, you're not going to like this one. Oh, whatever. Kubert. Love you guys. Matt and Raj make me laugh, Glenn, man. Well, good. Yeah. Kubert can hang out with my wife. She doesn't find me that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, Jonathan Clayton. Remember whenever cross-dressing Bay was, Bray was yes. on the home, oh, right? I remember that. I remember that. I was actually really curious how they were going to do that, where he was going to be Sister Abigail and face Finn Balor. and then uh, I didn't like that, though. Yeah, no, no, I it was want... bad. Well, it's because he had curious. like a lace veil and a doily over his head. I, right. That just makes him look crazy. I don't care. I don't want to be that crazy. I want Sister Abigail to be a real thing. Right. Somehow. Uh, and then there does... was some weird virus that went around and like it knocked out. No, he had like the mumps. Roman... It was old school, the mumps. It was the mumps. Yes, that's right. Uh, Dustin Eck, $5 well in the WWE <sighs> games, Triple Threat and Fatal 4 ways or no DQ matches. Well, if we all know anything, it's the, the WWE video games. It uh, is. It is, and this and the conversation. Thank you, Dustin, yeah. and your video game prowess. Save the day. <laughs> they, they do respect the rules in those video games. <laughs> they definitely do. Yeah. Uh, so after Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio got that win, uh, we had the no holds barred triple threat for the WWE Universal Title: Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt coming out making entrances, entrance uh, looking badass. Oh, awesome. Uh, Awesome. awesome tonight, but interrupted by Braun Strowman. The match started early. We saw Alexa Bliss backstage watching, twirling her hair. Um, these guys had a pretty decent length of a one-on-one match, and then uh, we finally got the superplex to crash the ring um, tonight. So uh, this was mostly a one- Roman's music. Yeah, because Roman, Roman wasn't in it. the whole beginning part of this match. Yes, he signed the contract late. Uh, walked into the ring. Tried to pin the Fiend, but there was no referee. New referee ran down. Uh, Fiend kicked out. Braun kicked out. Um, and then uh, the Fiend put the mandible claw on Roman Reigns, uh, hopefully not messing up that new dental work that he's had. Um, but then uh, he low-blowed him. Um, and then after that, Reigns got the pin on Braun Strowman to become the winner and new Universal Champion. This was good. Although, I, I'll, I'll admit, I kept rewinding with my finger on the button. You know what I mean? The, the, the dubber on WWE's network saying, did I miss Roman Reigns entrance somehow? And he's selling. Yeah. I kept thinking like I missed his entrance. somehow. I go, where the hell is the guy? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he just and came out later. I, I liked it. it. It built the suspense. It was good storytelling. The match itself wasn't anything great, but um, as far as keeping yeah. on your toes and entertaining, I thought it 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 hit all you know it hit, this, hit all the buttons. It did because this was all a means to get to what to Roman coming out being a heel. Yeah, we that's all I care about. I got it delivered finally, and he's the champ as a heel with Paul Heyman. I am yeah. looking forward to SmackDown. Yeah. Absolutely. And Ray, I mean, uh, and Roman, a lot of people are giving him crap because he got his teeth done or whatever, but he looks, giving man, him he looks crap? great. What is it they're saying about him? Just, you know, it just whatever. Just uh, like fans? Just bringing it up that he had his teeth fixed. Ooh, newsflash fans. So it's like 90% of Hollywood and other wrestlers, by the absolutely. way, I'll throw in there. I, absolutely, yeah. And he <laughs> I mean, John, John Cena, The Rock. Your favorites, not, not the same. They don't not, look, uh, you guys the like the Rock, Rock doesn't look like how he did twenty years ago. He's uh, yeah. They've all had they've all had their own stuff done, but I, I thought Roman, Roman looked awesome. I mean, I think he looks better than Jason uh, Ma, Momoa now. Wow, well, I mean, he's uh, uh, looking that's good. A, that's a good comparison, actually. Yeah. Well, not everyone can have the natural mouthful of chicklets like Raj Giri has. Well, hey. uh, oh, look at Raj's <laughs> teeth. I want Raj's teeth, too. Yeah, that's right. Seriously. I'm just going to take a photo and send it to my dentist. How can we make this happen? Close the <laughs> I'm gap. Show I'm, my teeth. I'm embarrassed to show my teeth now. <laughs> that's absolutely. That's something to strive for, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, this was this was good, right? I mean, we had uh, Roman come out. He did did what he needed to do. He was there with Paul. Same entrance music. People were wondering if the music was going to change as part of a repackaging. No, his music is great for booing. Yeah. It has this definitive boo. Yeah. As soon as that bass hits. Yeah. He should get uh, rid of the vest. He's Jack uh, now. He doesn't need the vest anymore. Well, he was wearing a shirt. He was wearing a t-shirt. He was and, wearing uh, a t-shirt, you're right. Uh, Jonathan Clayton, $2, saying rim breaks are special anymore. Have they done another one this year? A totality of three that I know. A Brock show, somebody in Mark Henry. Braun did one like a year or two ago? Braun yeah, and Big, Big Show. Braun and Big Show. Yeah. So this is the fourth one. Well, it was fun. Yeah, it was as long as you don't do it too often. They're not special anymore. <laughs> They're not special. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Antoine Fair, five dollars. <laughs> like people just give money and Matt ridicules them and berates them. Fantastic. That's my that is my role on this show. I'm sorry. Yeah. You guys are too heal heal Morgan. Yes, uh, Antoine Fair, five dollars. So do you think new music and outfits coming for Roman? I feel like he no sold his gear and music. I think he looks more real just in the t-shirt and without the stupid vest. Yeah, but again, oh, he's pretty jacked and shredded at the same time. We need to see it. Yeah, he he posted some uh, photos on his Instagram over the summer. The where he just looked great, jacked. Yep. Uh, Elizabeth Fox, four ninety nine. I feel like I need to give Roman Reigns uh, heel Roman Reigns time. He's been so inspirational that this is affecting how I feel. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much, but I have an open mind. It's true. Roman is like an inspirational babyface to a lot of fans. This is. Um, in a live era, we would be seeing a much more of a reaction to this story. So, I mean, we only see what we see in this podcast and Twitter, but you have to remember, kids yeah. love this guy. So let's go to this. He's been so inspirational that this is affecting how I feel. So if you truly love Roman, right, and you know his real-life situation and what he's dealing with, right, um, what should make your heart happy is knowing that he's happy. And he's now going to be enthralled in what he's doing for a living, probably for the first time since he debuted with the Shield, I will argue. Because I know guys there that have been saying Roman's been dying, dying 
to finally, Vince has always been against it for like the last legit four or five years, maybe four mm-hmm. to five. And he's mm-hmm. been dying for five years or so to finally just get a chance to do this. Yeah. And uh, so to know, as you guys know, when you're fighting against anything in life, health, anything mental, anything physical for that matter, if you have the opportunity to have passion behind what you're doing, where work ain't work, it's a passion, it's game over. That person is now going to be living their best life. So yeah. if you're truly a Roman fan, you should be supporting this and being happy. I'm not saying publicly you have to support this. I, I'm just saying in your own heart, in your own mind, you should. I remember asking Roman straight up at <coughs> uh, the the WrestleMania bef- in that was in California. What was that, 31? That was like mm-hmm. five years ago, I guess. Wow. Just asking, like, do you prefer being a healer or babyface? Because that's when the fans started turning on him. And you could tell he really wanted to turn. Say heel. Yeah, for sure. Because he did everything he was supposed to do. He's Mm -hmm. a great looking guy. His promos improved. His matches are not, they're they're great. I just watched him versus AJ again uh, from payback many years ago. Those were awesome. Oh my God. That match was like five stars. Go back and watch it again, folks. His matches are good. He did not deserve the booing he got as a baby face. It ain't on him. It's on the company's booking uh, issue for that. But again, He's going to be incredibly happy right now doing what he wants to be doing and finally getting the character depth that I know he's been dying for. Yeah. He's going to be a, a pig in bleep right now. He's going to be so excited. Yeah. Good for him. I agree. Uh, Arian Gomez asking, with Bray's influence, will Bliss become a heel again? I hope so. I hope so. I love Bliss as a heel. Yeah. She's way better as a heel for sure. T. Smitty Brown <laughs> looks like Horace Hogan. Vote for Matt. I thought Truth Commission. Like uh, Brown, Horace what he was Hogan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good call, T. Smitty. Poor Horace Hogan. that deserve that. Poor Horace Hogan. <laughs> Truth Commission, for sure. Uh, at least uh, what he's going to uh, asking, is Roman yeah. bigger now? I think so. He's yep. he's slimmer, though. He's slimmer, more, but more jacked. He, he's more muscular. Yeah. yeah, and Paul ne- Heyman needs to stop with the lustful look towards Roman, or I'm going to spear him. Healer face, <laughs> is no doubt the man. Paul Heyman that. could be attracted to whoever he wants to be attracted to. And remember, he was kissing uh, Ryback on the cheek there for a little while. He kissed him on the cheek. Yeah, I don't <laughs> remember was... that. No, I don't remember that. They never really caught on, but he was managing that... Ryback for like a month, and that should have been much better than it was. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez, $5, saying I popped when Roman told the ref to count. Me too. <laughs> Me Loving too. Roman right call tonight. That's natural. That's natural frustration finally coming out. I get to let my hair down. I get to breathe after all these years of having to be a suck-up baby face. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he does. It feels fresh again. Like It feels like everything has changed now that he's he's a heel. I feel like it, it just opens so many more doors. It does. It changes the entire SmackDown show for me, yeah. along with Big E yeah. being now pushed, mm-hmm. too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you could do Drew and Roman down, down the road at Mania with Roman as the heel and Drew as the babyface. Well, uh, or we have babyface Otis. Hot Tag no, Wrestling Podcast. Uh, why, are saying, ta- why are we talking about Otis Hot Tag Wrestling? Come on. <laughs> yes. uh, I think it makes sense for Otis to fail cashing in Money in the Bank. I don't see him beating Roman for the belt. Great show, guys. You don't? Thank you. You don't? Really? You don't? If don't Otis cashes no, in no, and no. beats Roman Friday night, oh, God. like... I'm quitting my wrestling wow. fandom. I will <laughs> quit my wrestling fandom forever. The end of the podcast. <laughs> Not just podcast. Matt, I'll throw all my LJN wrestling figures out 
I'll do everything that just quits wrestling for me forever. Yeah. What should happen is uh, Otis cashes in, <laughs> Roman kicks the crap out of him, Mandy Rose turns <laughs> on him, Roman beats him, and then uh, Roman and Mandy Rose make out Ooh, the rest of the time. Oh, that would be neat. <laughs> Glenn go. would be irate with that if that happened, but that would be good heat. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Glenn, your feelings would be hurt. You would be upset by this. Why would I be? I think Ma- Otis and Mandy I hated for the longest time and just now has it finally gotten interesting. Mm. Wait, what? I've talked about this. I've talked about this was stupid. It was a stupid storyline. Wait, you think like I've got like some weird like husky guy like live vicariously no. through Otis? I'm I just didn't like, say any of that. No, holy, I'm just saying. Holy 40 and like, slip, Batman. I'm like, oh, man, maybe there's hope for me. You know, if this Otis schlub can bag a Mandy Rose, oh, my God, sky's the limit. Winning one for us all. I wish I could turn to a different person on the show right now and go, I didn't say any of that. This guy no, just I'm did. Just saying, like, why are you assuming that I love that storyline? I think it's been dumb, but the Fast Times Ridgemont High thing. Hey. It was fantastic. Given, every it, time it, it comes it, up, you give it way too much airtime on covering it. Because so we're talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> we talk about everything that happens. I think, and I think you don't realize sometimes I bring things up ironically. Let me just state for the record: I think Raw Wait, Underground he? is stupid, but I bring it up because I think it's also hilariously stupid, and Tell I like to like mock it with my coverage. Okay, but I thought when he won the briefcase. You thought it was a good thing. You liked it, I thought. I don't think so. No, because he caught it secondhand. He didn't even win oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, my bad. Like, I, thought, mm-hmm. I thought from that moment on, mm-hmm. you've liked it. I apologize. No, and he carried around like like sausages and like like come on. This oh is well, just, that's no. not. Yeah, that's of course that's stupid. That's no. Vince. Let me be clear. I've been very since day one. I've I thought Otis was a tired comedy act that yet somehow, despite my too cool for school attitude, has connected with the crowds and he's over. He, so I give him was, credit for He that. was getting over huge when there were crowds, for sure. Yes, he was. I yes. still didn't like it. Sorry. I didn't either. Uh, heel Morgan in effect tonight. <laughs> Morgan in effect tonight. <laughs> I love the show, guys. Thank you, Jonathan. Erin <laughs> uh, Gomez saying, I'd pay $1,000 to not see Mandy Rose wrestle again. Whoa. Wow. Why? Her last match She's... with Sonya was good. Mandy's improved. Man- I think Mandy's improved. Sonya looked really good. Sonya always looks good, but Mandy's gotten better, too. Yeah. Uh, do you think it makes more sense? Did we all recover this one? Do you yes. think it makes more sense? Always? Yeah. 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 All right. Look yeah. at Otis you. Otis should not be uh, winning a title. And then finally, uh, Roman's jokes. wife would not like that, Raj, and Mandy would not walk after that. <laughs> Jesus. What? Okay. Uh, uh, the uh, insinuation uh, is what I'm thinking. I think she means Roman's wife would, would like Tanya Harding, beat her like, beat her up. like okay. kneecap Nancy Kerrigan style. Suplexer, nice. here we go. I, Raj, I like that your mind goes there. <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> to, to be fair. In the gutter. To be fair. <laughs> James Potts, $2 saying, Mark out of Glenn did the Caterpillar. I wish I could do the Caterpillar. I wish I could break dance. I would probably pay I can, yeah, like an absurd amount of money to be able to break dance because that was my childhood dream. And uh, I failed miserably every time someone got the tile or the cardboard out as a kid. I could do the moonwalk. Oh, can you guys okay, do the moonwalk? Yeah. Yes, everybody could. I can do the front moonwalk. And forward? Okay, yes. All right. Wow. So mean. <laughs> Glenn, you? No? I, I just know. I just remember trying to, uh, to like dive and start doing the windmill and realizing this is not as easy as it looks. No. Couldn't even do the spin with the legs and the whole thing. <sighs> the failures of my childhood. It's it's all coming out. Really is. Because you remember breaking and breaking to Beat Street. Those movies were so over. Like even Alfonso Rivera, like in the 
the Pepsi commercial with like the break dancing. I mean, break dancing was everywhere for like a year. Yeah. That, that was, was the huge. first cool thing. That was the first cool thing I couldn't really participate in aside so, from just being a spectator. So for all you 40 plus year olds out there, you'll remember this back in grammar school, when you got to go to that school, your parents did go to the scholastics, like teachers, parents conference, and they'd buy you a book and then bring it home afterwards. If you guys remember those, my yes. mom and dad would always buy it. Uh, I think the last one was like King Tut, how to break dance. Um, and that was with the points, <laughs> like the arm stuff. Yeah, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. I remember uh I remember in uh middle school at our at our middle school they told us that Alfonso Ribeiro, he was in those uh Pepsi commercials with Michael Jackson. Great. Dance they said he Alfonso died Ribeiro. from doing a head spin in, in the commercial. And so for like Alfonso. eight years I thought he was dead until Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I was like, Holy <laughs> shit, this guy's alive. <laughs> what? That's like the weirdest. Yeah, that is, they were like trying to ever. get kids not to break dance, and they were just telling people that Alfonso Ribeiro died from doing the head spin. I don't know who else, if anyone else in the chat heard this rumor, but that was in New Mexico. Wow. That was the big rumor. I don't know. I mean, Pee Wee Herman successfully scared me off smoking crack after that PSA. So uh, I think yeah. uh, you know the good public service announcements and the urban legends really helped keep us in line as kids. We need more of that these days. So the kids are raised with a healthy sense of fear. Yeah. Real quick, so they, they were announcing uh, September 20th and September 27th for the next pay-per-view for the Clash of Champions. They had two different graphics. It's actually September 27th. So uh, it was originally September 20th, and then they changed it. So gotcha. they just messed up on, on screen. See, there we go. Hmm. The, uh, the rumor was big here in New York City in the 90s. This from New, from New Mexico to New York City. I would love a documentary, and I think Adam Carolla talked about doing this once, a documentary about pre-internet, how these rumors spread. I know. Like you remember, Ultimate like, Warrior, like he died and there was a fake one? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there were so many of these urban legends. I mean, the Rod Stewart one famously, the Richard Gere one. I mean, like, like we all knew these all over the country, and these were never on TV. But that's a good question. Never on the how, radio. How yeah. did they start? Right. Yeah. How did they spread? Because it's not like it's going in the newspaper. That's a yeah. very good question. There was no internet back then. But the urban legend... We all legend, heard the Richard Richard Gere gerbil story, so... I mean, everyone knows that. Yeah. Yes. I heard that Ultimate too. Warrior being dead. I think Definitely every wrestling heard fan's that. heard that. Yep. It's weird. Yeah. It's fascinating. And, and now it's now the internet's too easy. You can demystify right. things in a heartbeat. Right. Or worse, it can lie to you. Right. That's true as well. <laughs> Thank God for Snopes. Um, so... <laughs> Tonight, payback. Done. Final thoughts on payback tonight. Oh, A-plus for WWE. You, how do you not give them a, a 10 on this tonight? This was awesome. Oh, that was a big thumbs up for sure. It was easy to watch, breezy, short, not not too long, didn't drag. Everything made sense. I liked yep. it. Yep. Give it a number, though, Raj. For this era, for, for 2020, I'll give it an 8. I thought it was... Oh, hang on. We're in COVID. No fans can be present yeah. live. Keep this in mind. Yeah, yeah. So an eight? That's eight out of ten. But you just gave them a seven not too long ago in something that was nothing comparable to, to tonight, I thought. Well, I mean, this wasn't a ten. It's not okay, so everyone's going, Well, Matt, come on, WrestleMania is probably a ten. Yes. I my my, my scale is off with COVID, yeah. to be fair. So right. this was storyline well done all across the board, I thought tonight. The creative was strong on tonight's show. Um, I give you say it was a 10? For this company and mm. what we've been getting, 
Yeah, I got to give him credit because we bag on him all the time. We got to be, I don't know, I feel like I got to give my, uh, I got to raise it up more for him tonight. Huh. You know what? I, I will say I liked it better in SummerSlam, and I like SummerSlam. And SummerSlam, I thought, was the best pay-per-view of the COVID era for WWE-wise. It has been. And this was better than that. So, yeah, yeah. I guess technically, I guess it would be a, a 10 if oh. we were... COVID era. Yeah, for COVID era. What, what do you think, Glenn? It was good. I like SummerSlam better. And I just say that just because I thought the surprise with Roman at the end was really, really good. Yeah. I thought that in terms of pure surprise... And I, I mean, the matches tonight, I thought were really good, good storytelling. Um, and it, it's funny to say for a two and a half hour pay-per-view, I did think some of the matches went on a little bit long, but I understand they needed to fill out that time. Really quick. Can I just say why I thought tonight's Roman appearance is better than, so even though SummerSlam's was a surprise, there was no question. We had heel Roman Reigns tonight. Yeah. At the end of SummerSlam, it was, yeah. we were hoping it was right. heel Roman Reigns. We'd have to tune in next week to see. Right? So, like, we got it, like, tonight with him. He came to the ring with Paul Heyman. He was a heel from signing the damn contract. They count it, bitch, during the, the match. The match was halfway <laughs> over, if not three quarters. Yeah, it was already done. And then yeah. saying, count it, bitch, to the ref, bringing a chair to the ring. Yeah. Like, he was heel Roman Reigns tonight, which just, I love that. Yeah, I thought uh, before the pay-per-view, I was not convinced that he was a heel, but it definitely, that see where they, they go. I, I was very nervous they were going to mess this up. Yeah. And, and and I like how they're doing the badass heel as opposed to a cowardly heel. So uh, we'll see We'll see where they go. Uh, real we quick, can, some of the other... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, we, Matt. We, we can make the argument that he did have some chicken shit heel in him, though, by yeah, signing at the, end. the contract at the end of the match, which right. I yeah, love. Yeah. That's just smart. Right. But you know when Hogan turned heel, all of a sudden he was chicken oh, shitty. Like, whoa. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so some of the uh, here are some of the ratings from uh, the readers here. Michael Levirus gives it a six, or wow. actually an eight. Thank you, Mike. Dustin. Dustin six. Wow. Uh, Silver Dustin. Jackson a nine. Dustin a six. Al- Alonzo a seven and a half. I, wow. I can respect that. Tommy a eight. Elizabeth a ten out of ten. Wow. Thanks, Liz. We're on first name basis. <laughs> uh, Tony with a six. Aaron Gomez an eight. Michael a lot of uh, six to six to ten basically. Well, I'm wondering, Beatmeister, what the if you five and a half? Ooh, Listen, I saw it first I saw with it. five and a half. I saw it first. What were you giving these pay per views before tonight? I am interested. Three, two. Right. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Glenn? Zero. No, I think tonight. Uh, like I said, I think probably a probably a nine tonight. I mean, for for what it was. Um, in the COVID era, to match the ta- women's tag title match was awesome. Great. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, here's what I'm disappointed about. I'm disappointed that we've got Raw tomorrow night and we've got Ray fa- versus Seth again. I don't want any of that. I want a fast forward button to SmackDown. So yeah, I want SmackDown. Right exactly. So I'm like, it's funny that after a pay per view, I'm like not looking forward to tomorrow night on Raw. <laughs> I guess Nia and Shayna maybe tomorrow yeah. will be good. Arian Gomez is asking, is the Retribution group dead? I. I, they might. As I well hope kill so. It. I hope so. Don't you have a pay per view called Payback, a synonym for retribution, <laughs> right. and yes. retribution doesn't show right. until Roman Reigns becomes heel and takes over the entire wrestling universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't need it anymore. Lil Zeus World Ten, Ladon. Wow, a lot of good. Oh, minus one here. So that's someone All trolling. Right, Mar- Marcos Cornelio's is trying to get attention. Oh, Michael the virus is saying they promoted Retribution for Raw tomorrow night, oh. and they mentioned it tonight. They so, need it on Raw. I'm sorry, but they need it on Raw without Roman there. They do. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so I think that's everything we got to cover. Um, did you guys watch uh, Bill and Ted three yet? Eh? When do I see that? You can stream it's, it. It's on demand. Rent it. Yeah, you can rent it online. Wait, are they all at the range that they're right now? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Keanu, the other uh, guy. <laughs> Keanu and the other guy. It's always been the other guy from <laughs> Lost Boys, but yes. Alex Winter, yes. Wait, Watch how do I see night. this on Netflix? You know, it's not enough. You have to pay to rent it, uh, but you can rent it everywhere. It's like a $20 rental, it's but like it's a brand new movie. And it lasts for a day or two days. How did you know. guys hear about this? I never heard about I, this. I, I saw the trailer. The theater release. Yeah. Bill and Ted's three, huh? Yeah. yeah, Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, it was good. I mean, it like takes a bit of adjusting, but I left. I thought it was uh, there were some good moments, satisfying ending to the trilogy. You I left. Like Keanu you in that anymore? No, I laughed. I laughed. Oh, laughed. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, you know the weird thing, Keanu, who I think doesn't age. Keanu looks older than the other guy. Alex Winter looks because he Alex Winter never looked young. He always looked sort of middle aged, uh, but he's aging. But even better than Keanu is. But no, it was good. I enjoyed it. He looked great in Lost Boys. I'll repeat that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joey uh, Jordan saying Cobra Kai's on Netflix. You know, a big fan of the site. Um, uh, Paul Paul Walter Hauser, yeah. who's in Cobra Kai. Uh, I just watched uh, Richard Jewell the other night, and that was really yeah. good. Say that again. He's a fan of the site? Yeah. He's yeah. been on, the, he's been on uh, the Wink Daily. We met him at StarCast uh, last spring. Uh, he, oh. He sorry. brought up my. I, he brought up the app, and I was like, I don't even have the app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty like, cool. Yeah, he, he was is really cool. a super, I mean, just the nicest guy. I met him at the airport coming <laughs> into StarCast, and then we kept bumping into each other, and we started talking more. Huge and wrestling fan. Yeah, and he turns out huge wrestling fan, huge fan of Wrestling Inc. In fact, he got off uh, the plane wearing a United States Championship belt over his shoulder. And I was like, that's why we started nice. talking. I didn't even realize it was him. And I was like, oh, you were in Cobra Kai. What a mark. Um, but let me ask you a question. Can, <laughs> um, can I see Cobra Kai right now on Netflix or no? Yeah, season yeah. one. Is he only season one the, and two. Season three is not out until next year. Why would I watch it again? Why not watch it again? I'm watching everything again. Oh, man. I was excited for a minute. But I am excited about Bill and Ted's three. I'll watch that. Too. You should watch oh, Richard yeah. Jewell, too. That was really good. I heard Richard, it was good. Clint Eastwood directed it. Richard Jewell. Richard. So it's based on the true story of the guy the, that was the hero that found the uh, the bomb at the uh, Olympics at in the Atlanta. Olympics, and then he oh, was wow. accused of planning it. Jeez. Yeah, like okay. the media turned it on him. So yeah, yeah. It, uh, Paul Walter has a seriously set aside for the second for a fact that he's a fan of uh, the he's site. An amazing actor. Yeah. But yeah, I Tanya, he was fantastic oh, in awesome. I Tanya. He's great. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, cool, guys. Well, tomorrow night, less than 24 hours. It's actually 24 hours exactly. We're going to be back. It got so early. It's crazy. So tomorrow night, we're going to be back here to talk about Raw, the fallout from Payback. Oh, what will happen in the Raw underground? Who knows? Uh, Justin Lopez at the last minute with a $5 super chat saying Keanu is out and playing Ted, though. Not once did he sound like Ted. Alex Winter was still on point, though. Interesting. It is funny to think about young Keanu. Versus where, like John Wick Keanu. Think about when he was in Parenthood, Point Break, Billy Ted. He was essentially a pothead. That's what he played in every role. Yeah. Yeah. Until he became a huge, huge. Yeah, the Matrix really, really changed it. This girl I dated in high school had the just the biggest crush on Keanu Reeves. It sucked. (laughs) 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 Anyway, was there (sighs) like just oh god? She was obsessed with him. Anyway. Well, there you go. Well, we'll dig deeper into that story. Uh, Okay. uh, Take care, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Have a good night.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.